Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Supervalue Insurance. Offering sound advice for your car, home and travel insurance needs. Well, first today, former Thornishton Mary Coughlin took on a new role this week. She was announced as the new chairperson of the Donegal County Board. There are very few women operating at that level of the GAA, but there's a bit of a buzz about Donegal since Jim McGuinness returned as manager. And Mary Coughlin joins me now. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, Miriam. Mary, I know you're used to a tough job and a heavy workload, but it's a big task facing you as county chair. How did it come about? Well, I suppose I've, since I've left political life, I was very I involved myself in a lot of the community and the GEA, and I was uh, asked to be secretary of my own club, St. Knowles, which I served for quite a number of years. And I've always had an interest in the GEA, and um, I suppose over the years... I would have interacted with the county board and a number of delegates during the year had asked if I'd consider putting my name forward, which I said I would. Um, And there were others who were nominated at the time and they kindly stood back to allow me to go forward to find people as well who would have been more than uh, capable to be chair. But that's how it came about. And there's been um, really a huge change within the county board where you see now five women have been elected for the first time. And what I always like to say is I'm prefacing my remarks by saying this isn't about me. Yes, it's about a woman who has been elected for the first time. Yes, there's only been uh, a number of other women. There have been other trailblazers before me. And I think it's also important to say, and I'm sure you'd agree, Marianne, there's 50% of the population are women. Hmm. And I'd say 50% of the women who are members of clubs are also women. So, um, you know, and you'd see a lot of women who might be involved in the club, but, you know, wouldn't put their name forward to go any further. So uh, it was a culmination of quite a lot of things. We had a quite difficult year uh, last year. We had a tremendous chair uh, and many representatives, but we have seen change. We've seen a number of people have been re-elected, which gives the balance between those who've been elected for the first time and those who have the experience. So I hope it augurs well now for the year. And yes, it's great to see that Jim is back and that we have you know, we've, we, we're turning the corner. I was at a function last night in Burt and uh, met our manager of our hurling team. And, you know, things have, have improved there immeasurably. Heading to Newry later on today to see Satanta in an All-Ireland semi-final for the first time, which is, you you know, very different for, for uh, people in Donegal. Um, so we're looking forward to a good season. We're not, you know, there are very high expectations and managing those expectations will be difficult. But it's great to have enthusiasm. Uh, and to be able to encourage uh, the GA, which is, you know, very much part of community. It's about belonging. It's about who we are. And we've put a huge emphasis on our underage, you know, to bring on the talent. And so that people can be included in all aspects of, of the GA life. And of course, you mentioned Jim McGuinness there. There's a bit of a buzz about Donegal, I suppose, since he took up the manager role again. How confident are you, though, that you can get back to those great days of 2012 and Jimmy's winning matches? <laughs> well, I'm going to leave. Uh, I'm not talking out myself, so I'm going to leave that to Jim and his team. And we as a county board will be there to support him uh, and our, all our other teams as well, I might add. But uh, yes, you're right. He's he's quite iconic here. Um, you know, Michael Murphy's iconic here. So, you know, there's we have great talent. We just need to take it on. And, you know, there's going to be a plan over a number of years. You're not going to win in Ireland in the first year. But um, he'll have his plans in place and nobody's going to know what they are, including myself.
And as you said there, I think there aren't very many women chairs at county level, Mary. Mm. I think there were three others, Cork, Tyrone and in Europe. It's important to you to have more female representation, isn't it? I think it is. I think the mix is hugely important in any organisation. And as you know, the government has been quite forthright in saying that in order to have eligibility for state funding, uh, that they want to see uh, a balance in all of the organisations. Um, and, you know, the, the GA are doing their utmost to do so. And I, I dare certainly say that um, I, I can see change and there will be change. Uh, for example, I chaired, as you know, the um, first uh, committee on uh, or first conference on women in farming. Mm. And we see for the first time that someone has been elected now to the IFA at uh, executive level. So, you know, you have to push it. And this isn't an anti-men thing either, because there were as many men supported me as there were women. Uh, I think it's just about an appreciation and an awareness uh, that others can bring things to the table, which may not necessarily be there uh, and as a, having that good uh, working relationship where you have respect where people as I said at convention everyone will do their best to the best of their ability no one is going to be able to do everything and you know we're going to have bumps on the road we all appreciate that but at the same time I feel that if uh, representatives who are uh, clubs who are represented at county level are aware of what's going on, how decisions are made. They may not like the decisions that are made, but that they appreciate that they're coming in the best interest of Donegal GA. And of course, with Jim coming in, um, there's lots of enthusiasm, but it wouldn't be Ireland if there isn't a bit of negativity too, Mary. <laughs> like there are reports about fences being erected to keep people out. I mean, how do you react to those comments? Well, I think um, at the end of the day, we're going to do all we can on behalf of our teams. And, you know, there doesn't be as much talk about what Kerry are doing or what Dublin are doing or what any other mm. Kilkenny is doing or any other county. Um, you know, you'll see that the, the level of athleticism that's expected now, the competitive nature uh, of um, clubs and you know there's a lot of conversation about some counties being left behind um, so you know there's an expectation there that the facilities are there that the supports are there it's a voluntary organization at the end of the day the people who put on the the men and women that put on the jerseys do so uh, in an amateur way but it's up to people like ourselves to make sure that the supports are there to the best of their ability and look at you and I are talking about Jim McGuinness on a Sunday mm. morning. <laughs> Why? Because, you know, people want to know what he's at and he's going to be most secretive. He's not going to tell what he's going to do. So there's an anxiety out there to see what, what's happening. And uh, it's that competitive na nature in, in any organisation, but particularly in the GAA. And he is super talented. But do you think he's building a fence? Well, you know, the, um, there are many songs about Donegal and the hills of Donegal, so I'll, I'll leave it to yourself to work that out. But I also think it's important to say, if, if I may as well, when you speak about, you know, the differentials, there's a lot of discussion, as you know, and upset about what's happening in hurling. You'll see the differentials in certain counties and their capacity as footballers versus hurlers. But I have to say that the money that was made available uh, by the McManus family 
didn't differentiate about any county board, be it big or small. There was mm. the same amount of money made available and it'll be a huge benefit to some of the smaller clubs and some of the smaller counties. Um, and, and certainly it's, it's a tremendous gesture uh, and hopefully it will benefit all the club development. There's provisos in the way in which the money may be spent. But it's about increasing the capacity of all the clubs in the country. Absolutely. And have you plans for how you will spend that million J.P. McManus has given to Donegal? Well, put it this way, I was elected uh, in the evening and the morning. The letters arrived, so I'm, I'm on a high at the minute. Look, that's going to be a matter for discussion and uh, a matter where there, there are provisos which uh, the, the organisation has asked for. Um, um, but it is for the clubs and, and he did previously give uh, money available and it was shared amongst uh, everyone equally. We're very lucky in Donegal that we have the one club policy. Um, and I think that's the way forward. It allows us to pool our resources and pool our talent. Uh, and uh, I, I think that decision will be much easier in this county than perhaps in other counties where you have camogie clubs, hurling clubs, etc., etc. And of course, Mary, you left the political stage in 2011. You're going back. It's not a political stage, but it's no. still a, it's a stage. Will you? Did you miss the cut and thrust of politics and do you worry about going back into it? Well, I suppose I stood back from political life for a number of years because I'm a great believer that uh, there's other people out there who are entitled to take take up the cudgel now and, uh, you know, get, involve themselves in political life. Um, I was very reluctant to involve myself at any higher level within the GEA than my own club because of that exact reason. Um, it's not about the person. I enjoy the life that I have. I work as well. I'm very much part of my community. Uh, the community was very good to me for 25, 26 years. And uh, as, as one person remarked, a, a friend of mine here in, in, my, in my own village in Frosts, in normal circumstances, when you go through a political um, apprenticeship, you start in the GAA and then the parish hall and mm. all of that, and you move your way up the ladder into being known and into political life, I did it the other way around. So I became tarnished and then I was allowed to be the secretary of the club. <laughs> but you know, I was thinking last night, knowing I was going to interview you this morning, Mary, I mean, and I looked it up. I mean, you were so young, really, when you came to National Promise. I mean, you were only 21, I think, when mm -hmm. obviously mm -hmm. your dad, Cahill, died so young and you took that seat. 21, when you think of yourself back then, was it too young? Were you, you were incredibly young. I was, and um, I was very lucky at the time. My mother was uh, around to give me some steer, and I had very good people, political people, who mm. were very supportive. And I served a tough apprenticeship. Anyone who knows about Donegal politics would have known that there were very tough councillors up here over the years and very established families in political life. Um, but I suppose... What I, I, I respect the fact that there were people there before me and I respected the fact, um, you know, that mm. they were very much part of political life. Uh, and I also had a lot of support to be, as a young person, to go forward. Um, when I look back on it now and I look at my own family and the age they are, I was wondering, my goodness, would I ever let them into that type of life? They had to live their own life first. But look, at circumstances are there in political life as well as anything else. Sometimes the opportunity will only come once. And if you don't take that opportunity, it'll pass you by. So I suppose at the time, 
that's the reason that I put my name forward um, and I got a lot of support over the years and you learn um, and you serve an apprenticeship um, and uh, you know it was fairly tough in, the, in those times as well politically um, and I, I know that from a media perspective they used to be giving out to me that I wasn't making any brash or rash statements. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't because there were um, that was the time to learn and um, it's through experience at the end of the day, Marion, as you know yourself mm-hmm. in your own life, uh, that you, you you can see around an odd corner and you try not to get yourself into any type of bother. But um, it was very young, yes, but I enjoyed political life thoroughly. There were sacrifices. Look, at there's nothing to be said, but there were sacrifices. I had a young family. David had lost his leg in an accident. You know, it, it wasn't as easy as, as people think or as glamorous, but I enjoyed it thoroughly. And the thing is, I got a lot, a lot of support from my own family to allow that to happen. Um, and anybody in political life or business life knows that there are sacrifices to be made. But, you know, if you at least get some type of time um, for yourself and for your family, it, it makes it a little bit easier. And of course, you're known and were always known for being very positive. And you mentioned David that he was, of course, a Garda, but he died in 2012, I think, didn't he, Mary? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you obviously mm-hmm. brought up your son and your daughter then. Was that the toughest thing you've ever done? It was really at the end of the day. Um, I had just lost my seat. It was a turbulent time politically, it was a difficult time for people. Um, and David became very unwell and passed away. And, you know, that turned the life of my family upside down. But uh, as a mother yourself, you know that mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the children are the most important thing uh, and supporting them through their education and, you know, getting them the best start that they could have was my priority. And, um, you know, I, that's why I embedded myself uh, in, in doing that. And then the ancillaries was supporting them in their own community and school life. So um, that was tough, but I'm not the only one that has gone through quite a difficult time. And, um, you know, it's you, you have to try to be as resilient as you can. It's not that you forget, but you have to get the capacity to get back out there. And I suppose it's a bit easier for someone like me in a small community mm. to do that where there's, um, you know, greater camaraderie and and perhaps, you know, your neighbours. And I was lucky my family was close by, whereas others who may be in a larger town or a larger city may not have those supports as, as you would have in, in a small local area like here. And they're probably like, because it's such a small place, it's like one family living up in Donegal. So are mm-hmm. they all delighted that you're taking on this new role? Well, <laughs> people are delighted with my own clubs, not... not <laughs> So completely enamoured because I have a, uh, we had an AGM and and my present chair has taken on the job uh, as secretary. But um, at the end of the day, people are very proud of the fact that we actually have two members, myself and Kieran Kelly, who are um, members of the executive. He has served uh, in Ulster, and um, you know they're, they're very clubs are very proud of what people do when they achieve it on or off the field, um, and. Uh, Certainly the buzz now will be gone after after Christmas when the hard work has to really start. Finally, do you look at politics and think, thank God I'm not there anymore? I miss part of it. And I must say that looking at colleagues and people not necessarily in my party, I think the intrusion and the invasion is, is very, very difficult. And it's difficult in families. And at the end of the day, 
no more than myself or the people that were elected, we're there to do the best that we can on behalf of our GAA. People who are elected to the Dáil do so on their to the best of their ability as well. And it, it's it's just difficult for people when they do put the name forward. And we're, here we are trying to encourage more women to get involved in the GAA. We want more women involved and young people in political life. We want more people involved in that more public genre of society. But we have to do it by supporting them not undermining them. And, um, you know, people that take on team managers, you know, at local level and at a national level, there'll be as many detractors as there will be supporters. But you just have to, you know, do what you can, do the best that you can. And at the end of the day, um, if you do that, then you can satisfy yourself. You did a good job. Well, Mary, congratulations on becoming the new chairperson of the Donegal County Board. And I know you're off to a funeral there now. So thank you very much for taking the time to chat to us this morning. Good morning, Sloan.